Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a 10 $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, it's about 63 days now until the Commonwealth Games begin in Birmingham, England. Uh, six triathletes were named this morning to take part in the individual event in July, with four of those athletes also going to compete in the mixed team event. Uh, those uh, particular athletes named this morning were in the women, Andrea Hansen, Nicole Vanderkay, Ainsley Thorpe, and the men, Taylor Reid, Hayden Wild, Dylan McCulloch. Uh, to talk us about uh, that team, uh, through that team, of course, and uh, and what's going on in the world of triathlon, particularly from a New Zealand perspective, is the general manager of performance at Triathlon New Zealand. But of course, uh, we all know him so well as a former Olympic champion in his own right. The great Hamish Carter joins us. Hamish, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Nice to uh, to talk to you, mate. Yeah, big morning for uh, triathlon, of course, to get uh, that team uh, uh, the, a team announced. So, Andrea Hanson, Nicole Van der Kay, Ainsley Thorpe, Taylor Reid, Hayden Wild, uh, Dylan McCulloch. Any surprises there in terms of the thinking? Anyone um, unlucky, perhaps? I think. Yeah, first of all, I think um, it's a, a really really neat to get to this stage. Um, you like all H. All sport around the world has been, you know, so badly affected, and Tokyo was a really difficult game, um, but it still happened. And now I think we're getting back to normal, and it's just exciting for a New Zealand triathlon team to be named a team of six, and we're super excited. Um, the team was because of the you know, effect that the effect on international racing. Um, our policy was up; the selection policy was updated. So that we had, we were able to put on three New Zealand races, which um, which counted towards selection, and also some racing last year. And so, you know, the New Zealand athletes had an opportunity to compete in those races. And you know, in particular, we saw Andrea race particularly well in those races, coming back from having had a baby and taking some time out from the sport, and um, put her hand up, and the selectors, you know, put it forward for the team. So. Uh, I wouldn't say there's any surprises. I just think each athlete has earned their spot and it's super exciting to, to name a really strong team and we're really looking forward to seeing them race in the, um, in the black kit with the silver fern and representing New Zealand. OK, let's uh, look at the, the women's team then. As you say, uh, Andrea, formerly Andrea Hewitt, now uh, Andrea Hansen, uh, new baby in tow as well. Um, and Nicole van der Kay and Ainsley Thorpe. I guess the first thing to look at is uh, medal chances. Yeah, this um, the team has is, is, is really got a mix of experiences. Like Ainsley and Nicole both competed in Tokyo Olympics, and that was their first games and uh, Olympic games. 
and there was heaps of learning. It was, a, as I said, it was quite a difficult Olympics, but um, yeah, amazing opportunity they, they had to compete there. I think um, across the three women, they'll definitely go pretty close to getting onto the podium. I think they're certainly capable of it. You, you know, you need a few things to go your way in the individual race. And then, you know, out of those three um, and the three men, you know, four athletes will go forward for the mixed relay a couple of days later. And again, the New Zealand team was the bronze um, medal team in the last Olympics on the Gold Coast. So uh, they've got, yeah, they've got real high hopes. I think they'll do, they'll do really, really well. The men's side of it is uh, Taylor Reid, Hayden Wild, Dylan McCulloch. We know quite a lot about uh, Hayden Wild, who's been exceptional of late um, in all sorts of uh, forms of the sport. But uh, Dylan McCulloch's a good selection or an interesting selection at just 21 years of age. Yeah, it's a really neat opportunity for Dylan. Again, he ra- he raced really well in, in the races, some racing last year, and in particular over the New Zealand summer. And he's you know, put himself on the team, and that's really exciting for him. He's, he's a young athlete, just turning 20, so we're really um, happy for him. And then right through to yeah, Hayden, um, sort of one of the best triathletes in the world at the moment. He was third recently at the Yokohama World um, Triathlon event, uh, just behind a great British athlete. Um, and so, you know, they'll go toe-to-toe again in Birmingham, but, yeah, Hayden's really... One of the few athletes in the world probably that out of COVID and lockdown and you now limited racing has progressed to the top of the sport globally and, um, you know, real exciting prospect. Um, you know, if he races well or to his, what he's capable of, he's certainly um, able to win the individual race, I think, and certainly be an incredibly strong athlete in the mixed relay if he's um, selected for that event. And Taylor Reid's prospects? Yeah, well, Taylor has, again, had a really strong year last year. He was, um, I think it was seventh at the World Champs in Edmonton last year. And it was a bit of a breakthrough performance for him, you know, breaking into that top ten in a really, really strong international field. So, again, Taylor initially, you know, over the last couple of years was a very strong mixed relay athlete. Now has shown some capability and progressed to be, um, you know, in a, in a world-class individual athlete. So across the board, there is some real strength in this team. And, um, yeah, I think, I think they're well-placed to go really well in Birmingham, but also, you know, the other international races that they're going to compete in in their build-up. OK, let's look at uh, the course uh, for Birmingham, which I understand to be Sutton Park. Uh, do you know too much about that? I don't. We haven't done a site visit or anything like that. Um, the athletes have certainly seen um, there's maps of the course. I think the key there is that you know they'll be familiar with the racing over there, and the athletes will be um, the athletes that they normally compete with. So it'll be quite a strong field because the Commonwealth does hold a lot of the, some of the best athletes in the world. But yeah, they are used to racing in different countries on different circuits, you know, week in week out. So. Um, they'll probably head over about five or six days before their race and uh, check out the course. But I think it will, yeah, will, be, a, it will be a tough course and um, probably quite technical so that it's good for spectators. Uh, and, and certainly won't be a hot race. Um, you know, over there it won't be. It'll be no. usually a bit cooler than what they normally say. 
Okay, let's look. They'll look at uh, the style of racing, who are, or the the type of racing, the individual where they'll all compete as individuals, obviously. Um, and then, of course, the team racing side of things. Can you explain the difference? Because one one's regarded more as a sprint event. Uh, so, uh, what, what are the distances as such for the various races? Yeah, so this, the, the, for the Commonwealth Games, there's a, um, the individual race is a sprint race, so that's a 750-metre swim, a 20k bike and a 5k run. Um, obviously, the Olympic distance is double that, but in this instance for the Commonwealth Games, it'll be a sprint event. And then two days later, they'll compete in the mixed relay, which is, um, that is a race that goes men, man, woman, man, woman. Uh, one after the other, and they each do a swim, bike, and run, and then tag the next team member, and they swim 300 metres, bike about seven, and run 1,500. So it's just a shorter form of of triathlon, and it's you know, made its debut in Tokyo Olympics, um, but it has been around for a number of years before that. And, yeah, I mean, look, in 2020, the New Zealand mixed relay team was ranked around fifth in the world, uh, so, from a Commonwealth perspective, it is certainly a strong team. But ultimately, they'll be up against the British, which will be um, they're the gold medalists from Tokyo. Mm. Really strong team. Um, Australia will have a strong team. Um, there's a number of yeah, other countries which will be you know not making it easy for that race to be um, taken out by the Kiwis. What do you think it is uh, in the Commonwealth countries that uh, triathlon is, is, is so strong and, and has such a, a strong percentage uh, when you compare it to the world stage? Uh, no, it's a really good question. I think it, um, I think you know, a number of Commonwealth countries have access to the types of training and terrain that sort of suits their ability to um, you know combine the three sports of triathlon, swim, bike, and run, and um, yeah, I think maybe it's how we grow up. We, we play a lot of sports in, in, the, in the Commonwealth countries, and so you kind of experience um, those, and that maybe is accessible. And look, I just think from the start of when triathlon was mostly, you know, came out of America, but it was very much adopted by the likes of New Zealand, Australia, and, and Great Britain, and um, South Africa, and those Commonwealth countries. I think we just really, you know, latched onto it. One of the great variations, and sport is evolving. I mean, you look at in each individual sport these days, Hamish, they've got a, you know, they've got their main type theme, and then, of course, you've got branch out events. Cricket has T20, uh, rugby has sevens, etc. like this. When I was fascinated to watch uh, Hamish uh, Wild, uh, Hayden Wild, so the other day, uh, of course, to take part in the Singapore Arena Games, which, of course, he won. Um, which is a, a hybrid form, I guess, of of triathlon. Tell us a wee bit about that. Yeah, so um, you're right. Every sport does seem to be evolving um, and kind of trying to create more, I guess, entertaining versions of the sport. Um, you know, you still have your classic components of Olympic distance. Um, but the Arena Games is, is, yeah, just another iteration of a short-form type of triathlon. Um, you know, raced indoors. Um, but there's also the likes of a, another series called Super League that um, Hayden and Taylor and Nicole and probably a couple of the others will all compete in. These are even shorter races again over the course of a day where they might race two or three times. Uh, like in this, it's called a super sprint format in, in different variations. And 
So, you know, for these athletes, it's exciting because there's lots of options, but also it's hard to kind of pick your priorities and determine what are you going to focus on and really try to win. And so, you know, particularly for someone like Hayden, you can't, you can't sort of target everything. And the Commonwealth Games is another race which will be hugely important to each of the athletes while they also balance the other priorities for their sponsors and for world rankings and um, you know, other events where, they, where, they, where they'll be out to sort of make prize money to, to pay for their campaigns and their support staff and all the rest of it. So there's a, there's a ton of uh, racing on offer. It's really about trying to progress as an athlete, keep yourself healthy, limit your amount of travel, but also compete in the events that you really are passionate about and want to be at the very best. Um, and look, you know, Paris Olympics is only a couple of years away and, you know, we've only just had Tokyo. So, you know, sport is really catching up after missing most of 2020 and 2021 and, um, and, and adding the Commonwealth Games into this year after we've only just had Tokyo last year. And uh, it all is quite compressed and um, quite tricky. Hamish, uh, just looking overall at the state of triathlon, um, not so much in the, around the world, but particularly in New Zealand, which is one of, of course, your major focuses. Um, often when we see these, these sports on television or we see our athletes doing well at things like Commonwealth Games, Olympic Games, there's a sort of a resurgence in the interest. People say, like, gee, I wouldn't mind having a crack at that, even though it's as tough as it is. I think we've seen that with, uh, with snowboarding after, after the Winter Olympics. What is the state of triathlon like in this country in terms of numbers, in terms of, of participation? I think you did right. Like, triathlon's enjoyed... Um, quite regular success um, at the Olympics and uh, you know um, like four Olympic medals over the last five Olympiads I think it is, I probably need to double check that but we've kind of had a, a range of success and I think each time you know I've certainly experienced it and Hayden will as well is just seeing um, I think success at the top inspires the next generation to want to get involved and take part in triathlon I think the difficulty we have as a sport is it's quite difficult to put triathlons on because you've got to close roads and get consents and all those sort of things. Um, but in saying that, I still think um, triathlon is very much still available in New Zealand, either, either through kids doing it at school or the Weetbix triathlon right through to um, races such as World Cups and Continental Cups being hosted in New Zealand. And I think kind of people still look to, you know, train on the weekend and race their friends. And so I think it is there and available. And our history kind of um, does spark the interest of triathlon and, and the aspect of being able to be successful in the sport. And we're sort of seeing a number of younger athletes further down their pathway aiming to get where Hayden is at at the moment. And that just inspires another group of athletes to want to get to that level. Um, and it isn't easy. But, you know, I think as New Zealanders, that's what we kind of thrive in the moment around challenging sports and things that are quite tough that we um, it sort of encourages us to want to have a, have a go at it and, and get involved. And, yeah, certainly what triathlon's trying to do is grow the sport while we, you know, enable the top athletes to be competitive on the world stage. Well, we've had a rich uh, history in it, um, and it's uh, it's a sport that certainly 
I think New Zealanders look at and think we've uh, we've got aspirations whenever our athletes turn up, and I think it's a, a, a reflection of what uh, you guys and girls did back in your time. It's been an amazing time, and uh, now we can look forward with interest to this, this six-person team. Of course, there are, uh, are a couple of reserves who uh, are part of it as well, and uh, of course they have to stay exceptionally fit as well. So a uh, tough time, um, uh, of course, preparing this, this COVID world that we've been living in hasn't made it that easy. Uh, and so I suppose that in the end, uh, that's a reflection. This will be a reflection of, of almost, and one of the great things about these, these Commonwealth Games, Hamish, it's going to be like a, uh, almost like the old days, almost like a free event in terms of that where we have crowds. We have you know, crowds along the course, et cetera, thing, which I imagine would help the athletes immensely. Yeah, it really, really, really does. It's a massive part of racing. And I think a lot of the athletes um, we're working with are already overseas and they're kind of seeing the world um, far more opened up than, than we're New Zealanders. And I think that's really encouraging for the return of international sport and big crowds to be watching. Um, I think that made Tokyo really difficult. You know, if you're a first-time Olympics, um, you were so restricted and there were no spectators and that sort of changes the environment a bit. So sport should be about a celebration and people coming together to um, achieve something amazing um, despite the risks. And uh, hopefully, yeah, the Commonwealth Games will be that again and yeah, athletes will have as much of the experience as the performance. I think they've got to go hand in hand because sport is about um, enjoying yourself and challenging yourself and not just about the medals. There's so much more to it. So, And look, we know, we know that the rest of the country will be back here watching um, New Zealand's got such a history in the Commonwealth Games and you know, by the time it does roll around I think we're all going to be watching um, all the sports and yeah, getting right into it I think we're right. I think you did right there. I totally agree with that. Olivia Thornbury and Trent Thorpe are the reserve athletes, of course, having to keep themselves in shape as well. Hamish Carter, uh, pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for giving us a background on our team and the state of triathlon in New Zealand. Uh, really enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Thanks very much. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.